0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the pilot episode of a brand new podcast, Do You Like Games?, where me and a panel of expert gamists review what's hot in the world of video gaming. My name is Trog and I like games.
1: My name is Bob.
2: I love games. My name's Log, I can't get enough of those games. Oh, my name's Scorpy
3: and I have games and also movies.
4: My name's Wayne, I love games, gaming, etc. Alright
0: so uh, today on our very first episode we're going to be reviewing the recently released God of War title as well as Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze for the Switch. Um, So let's go ahead and jump right in with God of War um so for first of all i'd like to say that this is going to be a spoiler review so if you have not finished the game yet um you may not want to listen to this because we are going to be revealing some juicy secrets about the game that you
1: may not have gotten to quite yet were you hoping to discern whether or not to buy the game well no don't listen to this right um so
0: First thing I'd like to talk about is the sound direction. Um, what did you guys think
4: about the soundtrack? It really made me feel like the God of War, and I felt like I was controlling Kratos, the God of War, and I never, for once, one second, doubted the character I was controlling.
2: I felt like I was controlling the floor of the God of War, and he was just sliding across it as I moved it underneath him. Good on you for spotting their little programming trick,
1: because uh, that is how they—that is how their studio implemented it. It. This is the first game where they're using a new technique where Kratos doesn't actually move. The map moves under him. Uh, It saves on processing power. There was one small problem I had with the soundtrack.
4: During the boss fight with Nostradamus, for some reason the song, which was this epic orchestra piece, all of a sudden it just cut to, like, hardcore, just constant
2: beeping. I had to turn off the game. My ears hurt. If you're fighting Nostradamus, it has to get intense like that. Like... He's the prophet of all catastrophe. It's gotta be a catastrophe on your ears as well. Like, I, I thought that worked. I thought that
3: made sense. You mentioning soundtrack, Trog is talking about sound direction. All the sounds came towards me, which is the best direction. So the soundtrack, you can hear it from all the angles possible.
0: I can't stand it whenever I pop a game into my PS4 or my Xbox One and the sound starts playing out
4: of the speakers in the wrong direction. I liked when it came from the left. I don't ever
2: hear noises from the right. I don't know if that's the game or if my ear doesn't work anymore. I think I put the game in upside down in my PS4 because all of the sounds did go away from me and I had to chase after them whenever I was fighting a Frost troll. All of Kratos' hoops and hollers would go out my window and scare all the neighbors. And I had to bag them up. Are your speakers properly
4: polarized? I think you may be. it may be like the opposite ends of a magnet, and you're, you are not attracting the sounds properly with your ears.
0: You know, there's something you can actually do to fix that problem, because I've had similar issues, and what I have is a complex series of PVC piping that go out of the back of my speakers and then do 180 degrees towards me, so if any sound leaks out of the back of the speakers, it will come back
1: towards you. That's a, that's a clever way to solve it. I, I just, ah, uh, I, I take a I take a really ghetto approach. I just kind of tape the speakers to each side of my head. The
3: tape is, is better with the pipes. I think that's what happened with Log. If you don't check them, you might get a sound goblin like stealing all the sounds. So if you have like, if you got one of those little critters, either looks like some sort of um, like a sort of like Boombox, but it has like fur and it's breathing. They will steal your sounds if you don't check the pipes So check your uh, sound. Now I
4: understand why okay There was a part in the game where I saw a little goblin in the game And he looked like he was on like PS6 graphics and Kratos killed him It's what was that was he real? Uh, it sounds like you haven't
0: updated your PS4 firmware because I'm pretty sure you only get sound goblins on like 4.2 oh. but they're up to like 6 point mm. something now I, I think you may need to connect to the internet.
4: I, I'm gonna have to call Sony and how to get the blood splats out of my PS4. You need to, you need to do that Sounds like your your God of War has a virus. Gosh, Kratos Kratos just loves killing, huh?
0: This is a game review podcast, not, a, uh, not an audiophile podcast. So let's move on to some of the story direction and, and story points. Um, I personally thought it was incredibly powerful. And I totally was not expecting this because a lot, I mean, most of the marketing material I saw had Kratos and his son. And I thought it was weird that they killed him off within the first 45 seconds of actual gameplay. Like the beginning cinematic plays and you're walking through a forest and then a tree just falls on his son and kills him instantly. And then there's maybe 15 uncut minutes of Kratos like weeping openly and screaming about how angry he is
4: at trees now. (laughs) You know, I thought that scene was really powerful, but I was really turned off by Kratos as a character as a whole, where after that crying sequence, he immediately stood up and said, "I wish I had killed my son."
2: It really broke the character, didn't it? But I want to talk about this whole bait and switch they did with the son some more. It's there's a lot of there's a lot of companies doing that nowadays. It's like I think I remember back. It started probably like a couple of years ago with uh, like Sakamoto, Sakamoto Wachowski, with uh, Tales of Berseria, you know. All those tales of games—they're really popular. Love that Tales of Fantasia. That's a good one. But Tales of Berseria—they had the main character um, Wallace. He was in all of the advertising material. Wallace was really cool looking. He was made out of gold. He was ten feet tall. He had five gemstone spears that he fired from his knuckles, and that was his main method of attack. I was like, man, I'm buying this game day one. I bought it. I put it in that little disc compartment there. And Wallace is just like a TV show that the actual main character is watching at the start of the game. And yeah, they kill, they kill a bad guy or something and then it zooms out and you see that it's, you're viewing a screen within your screen and then it turns around and it's a little fucking dork on a couch with nerd glasses taped together at the middle part because they got broken. He's like, ah oh, man. Wallace sure is cool. I'm gonna save the world now. And I turned off the game after that and gave it to the Sound Goblin because this was back whenever that had not been patched out of the Why PS4. did you give him something? He's just gonna come back.
3: Yes, that's really bad. You're not supposed to ever... Interact or give anything to the Sound Goblin. He grows in power when you do that.
1: it says that in the PS4 manual.
3: Yep, so really, Sony really fucked hey, up hey, with I, that I,
1: one. I, I think we're getting sidetracked here, folks. Let's just not acknowledge him. Fucking Sound Goblin. You know what? I, I- I can stomach it. If that's a part of your story, then that's a part of your story. But like, don't have him weep over his son and then immediately go, Ah, but you know, thankfully I have my second son who's an identical twin, Bimmy, and he'll join me on my quest. You know, that, that, that really diffuses things.
0: It seemed like an excuse almost to kill a child within the first 45 seconds of gameplay. Like, they just really, really wanted to include child murder, even if it was overall ineffective
4: to the plot. Yeah, Santa Monica is a bunch of sick fucks on their team, huh?
2: It's really yeah. surprising, because, yeah. like, I mean, Kratos is no stranger to killing kids. Exactly. And- innocent people and stuff i mean he he does that in like the first two minutes of the first game
0: they released that entire psp game i think it came out before god of war 2 but before 3 that was just called god of war child killer
2: yeah and like psp i'm not buying into the marketing where like master cory balrog (laughs) He talks about how, like, Kratos has grown and he needs to change and stuff, but really, like, that, they're half-assing it. They're slapping a new skin on Kratos, make it look like he's all adult and mature now, but he's still the same old child-killing fuck that he's always been. He's even holding on to remnants from
4: the old games. Like, he, like, the moment you start the game, like, right after his son dies and right after we get introduced to Bimmy, he immediately picks up his axe and says, This is my axe. Child. Son. Killer infant destroyer and i was just like wow i i'm I'm glad that they referenced the old games
0: i do want to point out that i did enjoy the game i just thought some of the story beats were weird and i thought some of the blatant product placement was really unnerving and it was really unexpected because i i don't remember the old god of war games being able to unlock like specific armor for brands like i i don't understand why they felt it was necessary to be able to unlock a set of armor sponsored by denny's that had like fried eggs all over it i i felt like that really took me out of the i think the that's experience. just the cost
1: of
4: game development these days i could give that one a pass but i was really taken aback when kratos's classic white and red look all of a sudden his face it gained a shade of blue and suddenly he was the color of pepsi like that was not cool And it started playing the Pepsi Man theme?
2: Yeah. It was weird. And then it just started getting weird because, like, there's product placement with products that aren't really related to the real-life thing. Like, I picked up a George Foreman breastplate. He's got a big chest.
0: As far as I'm aware, George Foreman doesn't sell breastplates, but they, like, added it to the game. Yeah,
2: it's not even close. Did you at least get, like, a plus grilling stat? Uh... No, we'll talk about that later, because I do want to get into the stats. But, yeah, it's a George Foreman breastplate. I couldn't even put it on. I tried to put it on, and Kratos says in the menu, it's like the only time he talks whenever you're interacting with the menus, he says, I don't wear breastplates. This is only for George Foreman. I got that line. Yeah, This isn't mine. Yeah, I kept pressing it. He said, yeah, this isn't mine. This is for George Foreman. I need to find George Foreman. And I couldn't find him. How many lines did they record for trying to equip this item? I think I read that it was 80. Some of the lines were actually recorded by George Foreman, and I think you have, like, a really minuscule chance of getting them. I tried it for, like, a couple minutes, but then I gave up because, you know, there's game to play. George Foreman's dead. Well, that didn't
1: this stop This game's Colby been Barbaro. in development for
4: a long time, bro. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, that makes no, no. sense. No. I mean, I it's forgot. been 10 years. I forgot that recordings could come from the past.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just like this one will be to the people uh. hearing this. Oh. Um, I, I thought it was really like, I think that maybe some of their more experimental ideas involving like the inventory system and the drop system, they were innovative, but I don't think they actually equated to that much value because I thought it was strange that for the first maybe five or six hours of gameplay until you unlocked a specific perk by leveling up enough that Kratos just refused to pick up anything off the ground because he thought it was dirty. Like I would kill some enemies to try and get some of their bones or skin and Kratos would just whenever I would you know, activate the button prompt to to pick it up, he would just go, No, that's dirty. I don't want to touch that with my hands. It
4: was such a 180 for the character. In the previous games, he would just, like, lick dirty bathroom floors. He really didn't care. And, and I don't know if that was maybe thinking? them
0: trying to change his character, like, try to make him more of, like, a, a neat and clean sort of Kratos for the... A role model for, for his children. Or... Right, or maybe a more role model for his kids. But then they but... killed him. I. And then they killed Bimmy too. I mean, about you know twenty hours in, maybe about at at about I don't know the, you know third yeah that's why it just
1: point. didn't work. You can't just kill the kid again, and then expect the same amount of attachment to the first kid. I saw all that advertising, all my attachment went to that kid. I was like, oh man, that son looks good, and. I really like that kid, and then you kill him off, and then you expect
2: me to cry over the Bimmy dying? No. If I kind of, like, put the first kid out of my mind, and just pretended that that first scene never happened, I tried doing that while I was playing, and I thought that the death of Bimmy was pretty impactful in that regard. It's like, if you, for, if you put that out of your mind, if you, for, if you just, like, delete the first five minutes of the game from your brain... That second child death is pretty heartbreaking. Just, like, if you're listening to this and you don't care about spoilers,
4: like, you you should just either mute your TV set or uh, break down your, your PVC sound catchers for the beginning of the yeah. game so you don't have to hear his yeah, yeah. wailing and crying. Right. Then,
0: it, if, you just, if you just close your eyes for about 30 minutes and plug your ears right after you start the game, you should be good, and I think, honestly, that's probably a better experience overall. With the two child deaths... I do think you're missing out if you don't experience both because then, you know, near the end of the game, we'll get closer to the end now, um, there was that part where Kratos keeps, you, you, you actually, the game forces you to kill your own child because he's then replaced with a slightly taller version of himself. And I wasn't sure if that was something that was actually like happening or was some kind of hallucination but you had to keep doing that so that it was tall enough so you could use him as a human ladder to climb up like and get and progress in the game there was just a cliff that was too high and that was the only way i could figure out how to progress i'm not sure if that was the intended solution or not well for
4: how many voice lines they gave to the george foreman breastplate they didn't give any for kratos acknowledging killing his son and then killing his taller son that never happened so I don't know
1: I, I, I gotta jump in here and uh just correct you guys that is something that's a direct reference to Norse mythology Odin does that to Thor and that's how he gets big oh <laughs> uh, okay you know that's probably something I should have researched more going yeah into this that, 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 that's a this one is uh you know the earlier games the 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 earlier God of War games that came out for the PS2 era those were you know a lot of Greek mythology and they definitely draw, uh, bring in the, the Norse mythology for this game. It's cool. I like it. I like it. It's cool.
3: No, I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think I know one of the developers on the team, and they ran out of memory to use a ladder model, so they had to use the kid. It's just a oh, game. Really? It's just a reality of game development.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Well, they had a good cover for it, then. That's, I, I thought that was straight out of mythology.
3: They got creative.
1: Really
0: resourceful to, to mix in the harsh realities of expensive triple-a game development with uh, north my- north mythology so yeah, yeah yeah good on
2: him thumbs up for that cody bupkis i really thought that was clever but since we're talking about human ladder puzzles and stuff i think we ought to get into like some of the gameplay elements of the game yeah we haven't even talked about the combat because 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 sound
1: direction forward excellent a plus nailed it no not not at an angle you know, zero. And straight every
0: at you. and George Foreman line was pristine quality. It yeah, was like they yeah. were in the sound room design. with it It was actually
1: strange yeah. how high quality it was. Yeah. So sound design, a plus. Sound uh, quality, a plus. Uh, soundtrack, good. And uh, you know, questionable things about the story.
2: Sound story gameplay B. is really good. Story. Let's give that like a B or a B minus. So, so before we before we get to our final score, Scorpy,
4: tell us about the combat. How did you feel about the the axe play?
3: I don't I don't know. It was always changing. I feel like the all the mechanics centered around the axe only worked in the first third of the game. Because then afterwards, you're just using. Uh, you can pick up anything in the environment and throw it like the axe. So if you just you could use you could use your various sons when when your sons are growing in height. You should store those away once they're, you've done use, you're done using them so you could just have an infinite amount.
4: The leftover corpses proved very useful in my playthrough.
3: Yep, you could
4: use anything any way you want. I think that was the genius part. The engine was ridiculous. I, like, I, it was so flexible that I was able to tie my previous son's shorter and shorter bodies together and daisy chain them and use them as like a lasso. And I pulled enemies in and then pummeled them wow. with Kratos' holy fists. I didn't even think about using him in that way. It was crazy, man. You know, I didn't think about it either. Kratos told me to do that.
0: Oh, wow. That's, you know, that's really weird because there was a couple times where I thought maybe Kratos was talking to his son, but then he addressed me by
1: name. Trog, you should kill my son now. That's just, that's just them being savvy, you know, no more QTs are out of the window. You know, button prompts are out of the window. I think there's like a step in the right direction, because especially since so many games want like a minimalist UI, like you gotta make up for that with like something. And finally, here's a game that like tries to do something. You know, it's like Kratos is telling you what to do. You want a smaller UI. You gotta know how to play the game. And I thought it was really cool that Kratos told me how to play the game. And then I did it. Well.
0: I mean, the problem that I had is sometimes he just told me things that were incorrect. Like, he would actually tell me the wrong button, or he would direct me in, like, a direction that would lead me off
1: a cliff and cause me to lose. Yeah, there were- yeah, they gotta iron
2: it out. <laughs> it's, there's some bits where it's not perfect. You weren't paying attention to the story very closely. Like, they tell you at certain points in the game, that's Loki infiltrating your ears to oh. pretending to be Kratos and giving you the incorrect directions.
4: I must have missed that too, because that mechanic is introduced later on in the game. I was just assuming, because that idea that Kratos gave me about a third way into the game, like we were talking about, about the daisy-chaining sun corpses, uh, he gave me that pretty early on, and I was like, you know, that's a that's a great idea. And then, just like Trog, Kratos did start giving me some pretty bad ideas later on, and I thought that uh, exposure to cold uh, northern
2: winds caused Kratos' IQ to decrease throughout the game. You you don't really know about it unless you look through some stuff in the side areas. There's some prompts oh. that you can impress on like some ancient scrolls and they tell you like you can tell the difference between Kratos giving you actual hints and Loki giving you fake hints because at the end of anything that Loki says, he'll do a little <laughs> So there's,
0: like, an audio cue.
2: If your sound system isn't set up properly, it might go out the window and you might not hear it. But it's really crucial that you do have that sound system set up correctly and you listen for that. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to progress through, like, the the middle portion of the game. Because that's when he starts giving you the most fake hints. I want to talk about the RPG elements in this game, because that's, like, a pretty new introduction into it the was, God of war it was it was very
4: important to this new uh this new installment in god of war and i think let's let's discuss this then we'll yeah. give our final score
2: yeah and yeah i'm a big rpg freak i'm all about those stats and leveling up and getting skills and stuff um but this game's stat system was very intricate intricate and surprisingly uh punishing for a modern day triple a game so, you have some of your... There, there's skills for almost everything. There's the aforementioned grilling. There's leatherworking. There's fletching for whenever you find the bow. But there was also, like, more traditional D&D-type attribute stats. And the one, the one that really, like, didn't make any sense at all to me was charisma. Did you guys get any charisma on your gear? No. No, never. Yeah, so, I, I was the same way with me. I got charisma on, like, one thing at the very start of the game, and I was like, I don't know why Kratos would need charisma. You're not really talking to anything that you can't kill in this game, so... Well,
4: well your son, but you can well, kill him.
2: So, yeah, there's the problem, is that, like, I think it was the second level, right before you fight, um, Finrear, there's a wall with ancient Nordic runes, and Kratos doesn't know how to read ancient Nordic runes, but Bimmy does. But... What it doesn't tell you is that if you don't have a high enough charisma score, Bimmy won't talk to you. To make him solve the puzzle for you, if you don't have the charisma, and there's barely any charisma on gear so you're never going to have the charisma, you have to dig through the ice shelves outside the dungeon for old toys and then you have to polish them in a special polishing minigame specifically for the toys, and once you've given him enough toys, then he'll solve the puzzle for you, and it was really fucking annoying. Sorry for swearing, but it was just that that bad. I, I couldn't contain it.
4: I hated those fucking toys. Oh my
2: god, yeah. please.
3: Yeah.
4: There was
0: too many of them. And, a, a, and whenever you first start encountering them, you have the problem where Kratos won't pick anything up anyway. So you have to just, like, mark them down and come back for them later whenever you after you buy a pair of gloves.
2: Yeah, it was, like, the only grinding segment in the game, which I think was totally out of place for God of War. Leave that yeah. to Final Fantasy, uh, Cody Blastos. Well, Kratos. Kratos was doing some really, really annoying stuff
4: during the toy sequences, because I was trying to collect as many toys as I can for maximum polishing efficiency, right? I needed to get a lot of them so that I could give them to Bimmy so that he would like me as my, as, that he want, I wanted him to like his father. And for some reason Kratos would only pick up yo-yos and I only found like two. I would try to get him to pick up like the little marionette doll and he would be like, no, I want to play with yo-yos and I don't know why he was doing that. It was, it made it infuriating to get past that part and it absolutely is going to deduct from my final
1: score.
2: Yeah, you needed to get, uh, like, two points in the maturity stat to enjoy marionettes. That that way Kratos can pick them up. That's a pretty sophisticated toy.
1: Maybe it's the kind of games I play, but I didn't mind the grinding too much. I wouldn't mind the grinding if I was killing enemies. Did you guys think they over-relied on the color puzzles? Yeah. It's like the same puzzle over and over again. They're hard as shit. Because Bimmy was like, Oi, father! I want you to solve this puzzle. This color puzzle. God, I loved Bimmy's voice acting. Yeah, Bimmy's voice acting was the best. And it's like, it's like, I get it, and I get it in theory. It's like, okay, you gotta match the colors, but I don't know, I don't know what the colors are. You know, it's like yellow. You know, Bimmy's like, oh, that, Dad, that's yellow. And and I'm like, I don't know what that is. I don't, know. <laughs> you know. I was like, shit, it's like the third one. I don't know what red is. So it's like those are tough i got through a lot of them thankfully they they're like there were a lot of them in the beginning i was like kind of lame and like i I just have to keep guessing
2: you don't know what red is Belp?
0: anyways
4: what's your final score
0: (laughs) well hang on hang on because before we get to the final score i just want to touch one just for like the smallest amount of time i want to touch on what log was saying about um just like how punishing not allocating your stats properly was because I ran into a problem pretty early on where I didn't take enough points into the breathing stat and Kratos kept getting the hiccups and it would interrupt all of my combos and I did not realize that you had to have at least 15 points before you could like not get hiccups every 15 seconds and it just it made the beginning combat really tough for me probably a lot More difficult than it should be. You know,
4: they added a lot of items that would just detriment stats in a game-breaking manner. I at one point I got a pair of socks that gave me plus ten strength but minus two eyes, and the moment I equipped it, I couldn't see the menus anymore, and therefore could not unequip the socks or even continue playing the game. I had to immediately restart my PS4.
1: I think I found the same loot, because I was like, oh maybe these will help with the color puzzle. Nope. See, I ignored I don't like RPGs,
3: so I ignored all of that. I didn't put any points into anything, I turned off all the prompts, and I still finished the game, but Kratos was very skinny at the end and he was an old man. So I got a very different experience. Was your ending
0: different? Well, you you can. You can just complete the game by killing Bimmy enough times to solve every puzzle by just tossing enough Bimmy
4: corpses at it. I mean I mean you're just trying to get to the top of the mountain. So in theory, you could just keep killing Bimmy until you get to the top of the mountain and bring Bimmy to his final resting place. Right. And I mean, oh
0: man, you know, we're we're running short on time, so I don't think we'll have a lot of time to discuss it, but I mean, we didn't even talk about the final boss battle, which Oh my I gosh. Mean, That in itself was uh, pretty impressive technologically.
1: Yeah, I was worried that, like, because this is sort of a reboot, but then it's like the same Krotos, since the call. It's like there's callbacks to the previous games. I was like, maybe they just, like, you know, won't pay homage or, like, won't reference any of the previous stuff too much. But they do. They do in a big way. So I was happy about the last boss fight and all of that, that last area as a whole. Yeah,
2: I don't think we should name drop the final boss or anything just keep a little bit hidden for those that maybe didn't get the initial talk about the spoilers and stuff and stuck around but uh right (laughs) sure you can am i right yeah it was you know
3: it was something that was really it was an ambitious use of the the fourth dimension of smell which is never done
0: yeah yeah (laughs) It was all right Let's do our final it's never scores. Been done. Uh, you know what? I you know I'll go first. I think, despite some of the, um, I guess difficulty curve spikes that I had some mm-hmm. problems with, and a frankly confusing stat system, um, I think the story more than makes up for the gameplay problems that I experienced. So I think I would give this probably like seven stars out of eight
2: so I'm, I'm gonna grade on a scale of 10 just that's just my thing why well i i
0: distinctly remember discussing that we were going to go with the eight star scale before we started recording but i guess if you just want to spit my face go ahead i
2: mean you can just you can do the math it's easy i mean i could score it on a scale of eight but it might not make sense yeah it's got some features that i really like i mean the rpg systems were pretty weird but i am a big fan of rpgs so i could put up with it, and I wound up kind of enjoying the complexity of it. Fights were overall pretty satisfying. Once I figured out the puzzles with the sun, that was pretty good, pretty fulfilling. I'd say whenever the disc is inserted upside down and the sound direction issues are present, i give it a 6. But once you flip that disc over, it becomes a 9.
4: Wow. 9 out of 8 stars.
2: Well, I told you what would happen if I used that 8 scale.
4: I'm I'm really torn about what to score this game because on one side of things I really enjoyed the combat and I I really enjoyed the the voice work that I feel like the voice actors put a lot of effort into their into their voices especially Bimmy. I can't I can't stress this enough. If you if you're not going to play the game and you're just here like listening to the podcast because you like us, Google a, like a video, a compilation of Bimmy voice lines because they are absolutely angelic but on the other side of things i had all these game breaking the the stat issues that i I wouldn't allow me with my progression kratos kept fighting me with what i wanted to do and i couldn't figure out how to stop him from going after those yo-yos i'm gonna i'm gonna have to give this game a seven out of what huh
0: all right scorpy what's your score yeah what'd you think
3: see i don't know my experience was really different because i didn't i ignored all the mechanics and I also, I played it on mute, and I didn't look at it, I didn't, like, like the way that it looked. So, it took me a while for me to beat it. So I didn't really, I didn't really in- enjoy myself, but I liked it a lot. So I'm gonna give it, I think, five, it's the fifth God of War game that came out <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alright, Belp, Bel Alright, Belp. Take us home.
1: Uh, You know, I was really worried about what would happen to a lot of these properties We've seen some of them come back. There's been more Ratchet and Clank games. There's been more Crash You know Crash Bandicoot is back But like a lot of the ones that I grew up playing kind of just died like there's no new Jack and Daxter games You know, I was really worried that Sony wouldn't do a good job, you know with any of their properties anymore But this gives me hope I I really like this one it wasn't perfect. It was definitely not like the previous God of Wars, although I wasn't expecting that. I would give it 8 out of 8. 8, eight out of 8. 8 out of 9. Wow. A perfect score. Wow. Well, I, I changed it to eight, eight, 8 out of 9 at the end. Uh,
4: I'm going to change my score. I liked your Review so much that I would give the game an 8. Wow. That's a perfect score.
1: Yeah, so it's the perfect game. Well, no.
4: No, I didn't like it very much. It's, it's as good as you can get without it being 9. I don't like God of War. Well, I think that just about covers that game, huh?
2: (laughs)
0: So that was God of War, Um, now we're going to go into a segment called Retro Rewind, where we will review not a current game, but uh, maybe, you know, like a a hidden gem of the bygone era, Um, and I think for this first pilot episode, I believe Log had a game in mind, so I'm going to pass it on over to him and he can introduce it.
2: Yeah, so I got kind of an interesting one for this first ever Retro Rewind and it's interesting because it came out way before my time before i was even born but even so we're only just now able to appreciate it it's called thumbtacks revenge and it's a commodore 64 game starring the titular thumbtack who got fired from the local department store and the game revolves around him uh sneaking around the department store stealing things to sell back to the department store ultimately so we can get enough money to buy the department store and destroy it the thing is that up until just recently is only a couple months back i think february this game was completely unplayable for everyone the original commodore 64 version of thumbtacks revenge it's one of the few games on the commodore 64 that attempted to make use of a save system But the problem with that is it's kind of uncharted territory for game developers. Their save system would just override the entire Commodore 64's central programming. Your operating system, essentially, would be replaced with Thumbtack's Revenge. And rather than being able to play the game or any other games afterwards, you would just get a Thumbtack's Revenge-themed desktop background where you see Thumbtack in the corner on the first level, and that's it. You can't. Wow. You can't play the game. It would bri- it would brick every system. The developers, um, Arm and Brady Games, they went under immediately after. Arm and Brady were both arrested and put in a hole forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did they live? Well, no, because they're putting the ho- oh, they're they putting the live. hole, and then through some sort of mishap, uh, Atari also buried their ET copies in the same hole so they did not survive um that that's they only recently found the bodies both
1: companies were in uh nevada and there's only one hole there so
2: yeah that's a whole nother retro rewind to get into
4: but well good riddance i these idiots broke my commodore 64 and i never even got to play skipper's span yeah (laughs) yeah i
3: I think no they, they deserve to die
2: yeah, so we're only just now coming out with a special, like, ROM copy of Thumbtacks Revenge that's playable on just your regular computer. Since it's using emulation software save states rather than its traditional hard coded save system, it's not going to kill the computer anymore. So we're finally, we're finally able to see gameplay. How can we be sure that
0: that copy of the game is not going to infect my computer? in the same way that it did the Commodore 64. Yeah, it's
2: it's safe. I've I've tested it myself. You can go out and get it. It's perfectly fine.
4: I I don't care what some
2: script kiddies say is possible. I will never trust this fucking game. I will just I just want to say though is I mean it might be good that Arm and Brady are dead, but it's also bad that they couldn't produce any more better games because this got Thumbtacks Revenge has a pretty solid base to work with. You could really make some interesting games following the things that they developed in this game. It's a, a platformer. It's probably the most complex platformer on this on this platform. <laughs> Get that little gamer joke right there. Um, no, what?
1: I I only started playing games um, in two thousand and two and. I don't, I don't really know like they stopped calling it that. I think I know what a platform is. Yeah, it's
2: got pretty interesting elements that I'm really we're really only starting to see in like the newer Mario Brothers games like different items that you can equip oh, to okay. gain new moves. There's one where he can turn into a statue and hide from the guardsmen of the department store. Um so you see I, that's probably where Miyamoto got the idea for a little tanuki thing cuz why else would a raccoon turn into a statue? Now, who is Miyamoto? Um, he's my dad. Oh, <laughs>
3: wow. after You weren't kidding when you wow. said your dad worked for Nintendo.
2: What? What? He works for Tilly's.
3: Oh. <laughs> I got it mixed up. I'm so sorry.
2: Uh, don't worry about no.
3: it. it no, people, people died and there was a reason for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> them. Yeah.
0: I think it's good that they're dead.
2: Yeah. It's never a bad thing. I'd, I'd give it uh 6.3 slash 10. It's good that they're dead.
0: Alright, so we're going to move on to our second... uh. Decent game, which is Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze for the Switch. You know what, what? did you guys think?
3: I was really disappointed. Really? What? Yeah. I loved it. I loved seeing that that little guy go. It was really upsetting. I didn't. I really did not enjoy the way it was talking what? to me, the things it said to me. What? Oh, what would it say?
4: You you picked that Funky Kong. Yeah. Mode, very huh? insulting. Very insulting.
1: You know? Yeah. Funky Kong. Funky Kong is a. He's a. He's a. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a little fresh. Even in He's the got TV show. Quite a mouth for a children's game, really.
0: I mean, yeah.
4: I'm really really surprised it it's... has an, an E rating. Isn't that the easy mode? Isn't that the mode that the children are supposed to pick? And he said those things. I like I felt so guilty playing this game because I specifically avoided that mode and played through the main game and loved it. But I knew that it had that dark secret lurking beneath it and I just had to overlook
2: it. I wanted to try out funky kong mode because Funky Kong is like my favorite DK character, and he's pretty—he's pretty rad. He's pretty cool, but yeah, he just kept insulting me as we were playing the game together. He would just say, "Ah, oh, not good enough to jump over those spikes. I see. Oh, why don't you grab this banana?" He he
0: didn't talk like I would expect Funky Kong to sound like. I, I guess they got a new voice actor or something, and it was like really slow and morose and almost menacing in a way, like he was threatening me.
2: Yeah, I mean, you might think, wow, Log doesn't sound like Funky Kong at all. That's what he sounds like in the game. I'm not fucking around. For the brief
4: moments that I did look into the Funky Kong mode, because as a reviewer, I have to be professional. I have to check out every aspect of the game, even though I did, even though I did overlook it while I was playing the main game. It was, it was, it was just frankly like haunting. Like there, they all the other sounds are pretty much muted. They're at like one percent compared to this Funky Kong's like sultry, just demonic voice.
2: I, I played at the start. I just I wanted to dig into it. That's like the new mode in this game. I got fed up with Funky Kong's japes. So I quit out and started a new game and I saw a game journalist difficulty that I didn't see before and whenever I clicked on it, I just hear the voice, ah, I got you again. And it was just Funky Kong mode again and it was, I don't know why they insist on trying to lure you into traps like this.
1: That, that, this is all news to me because in all honesty, I, like, I know when we, whenever we re- review a game, we also just try to, you know, just try out all the modes. I tried the easy mode and it asked me for my age. I put 25 and then it, it immediately locked me out of that mode and deleted it. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll have to trust these
0: guys. Uh, yeah,
1: you gotta watch out for those age prompts.
2: It just became like a game of trying to avoid Funky Kong because, like, even if you don't pick the Funky Kong mode, you don't fall for the game journalist mode trap. If you you can just like fall into Funky Kong pits where you'll think you're entering a secret area and DK will walk through a door, or go through a pipe, or jump in a barrel, whatever, and out comes Funky Kong from the other side and he says, you think you got away from me, but we're just getting fucking started.
4: Yeah, Whoa, they, they, he, he swears? F word.
0: Yeah, he swears. That was really
4: messed up. The ESRB must have not played this mode. They gave it an E, right? I, I'm pretty sure.
3: Yep. What's the problem with E? It's everything. So you got a lot of, you got everything in there. Yeah,
2: it's kind of confusing because the ESRB, I think just last year, they adopted a tonal uh, rating system. There's a lot of ratings that use the same letters, but there's a difference between E and E. And E oh. is Everything. Well, if, if you're like me
3: and you play your games on mute, you won't hear the difference.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like Funky Kong and Funky Kong's mode are an invasion into this very good and classic game. I think they should be reviewed separately. I don't think Nintendo could have done anything about this. I think they just had to leave them in. They couldn't get them out. And they just they couldn't figure out how to delete it. The... Now, on a semi-unrelated note, why do the Switch Joy Cons have the capability to shock you? That's the HD Rumble, man.
3: I did not. I did not experience that. I think you have a problem. So we've
0: talked about kind of like the systems surrounding the game, but let's talk. Let's let's talk a little bit about, or at least I'd like to talk a little bit about the the level design. Um, it, and this game
4: has so many positives. We've only talked about the negatives. Right, we and it's, it's
0: just because. There are so many positives, but it's just a couple negatives that really made the, like, soured the experience. But looking past those, I mean, I think the level design was fantastic. I think the new worlds that they added in were great and really inventive for a platformer. You know, normally whenever you play a platformer, you know, you got your volcano world, you maybe have a forest and then an underwater World world, but I've never played a platformer where it's just an island completely composed of shards of broken glass. And every time you walk, Donkey Kong screams like his feet are getting cut into ribbons. I loved that part.
4: I think I missed that level. I love, I love Donkey Kong, but sometimes he needs to get what's coming to him.
0: Well, Log, you had to, in the second world, in Funky Forest, the third level in that world, you had to go in, like, a secret barrel that was hidden underneath, uh, like, a couple of boxes to unlock
4: it. The barrel the barrel would only open if you had sinned in the game to a level that would be worthy of that punishment.
0: Yeah, you had to kill you had to like mercilessly kill every enemy up to that point to unlock it. And I had to go back through the game a second time just to unlock that world.
2: Yeah, I didn't bother with Funky Forest. I was playing on a like a curved HD TV, you know? I'd load into those levels, I'd take one step forward and Donkey Kong would just fall off. Did
4: you did you guys do a genocide run after your first playthrough? No. No, I uh, had
2: nah. Uh... I think I'd built up too much of a, like an affinity for the various critters of Donkey Kong Island to oh, even yeah. attempt to think of killing them afterwards. I mean, they're so cute. Yeah and it's
0: really heartbreaking whenever Donkey Kong like jumps on them or rolls into them, and then they're like kind of honestly violent-looking uh, graphics with. They said it was fruit punch like going along with the tropical freeze theme but I mean it looked
4: like blood. It did. It did look like blood. And I I I had to do the genocide run because I was absolutely enamored with the dynamic that the developers like instigated with this game where Donkey Kong doesn't want to do this, but I as the player with the controller could make him murder all of his little right. critter friends.
0: It, it was like sort of a moral
4: dilemma. And I I loved doing it and I loved forcing him into these situations. Now, afterwards I did reset my game and I did give him a happy playthrough and let him eat every banana in his banana stash, to which I could not leave level one because he was too rotund.
1: I, hearing you guys talk about this makes me feel like I didn't do my job because I like I started the game, I got into the room and was like, oh man, you know, all of the Donkey Kong Country esque games. The game feels good. Like if you've played the if you've played the Donkey Kong Country games, like you'll get into this like a fish to water. I was like, I I like didn't go for any of this extra stuff I kind of like you know it's like oh I kind of want to like try you know speed running this you know I just repeating levels but just kind of bulldozing through all the extra content and try to get through them as fast as possible so I I missed a lot of this stuff but man it was fun you know just standing next to the TV facing the same direction that Donkey Kong goes into it's like you're you're traveling with them you're going so fast Who's swinging through? Who needs a VR headset when yeah. you can do that? Yeah, exactly.
0: I just put my face really close to the TV screen. It's like the same.
2: I was a fan of the Donkey Kong Country games on the old systems and stuff. Not so much this one. Game was just too real. I did do a comparison. Did you guys take it out of the
1: dock at any point? No. Uh, yeah, like if you, if you do take it out of the dock, it, it degrades in quality a little. And by that, I mean like the the like red coloring whatever you want to call it fruit punch effects the more that shows up it it has that problem where it's like oh there's a lot of fruit punch on the screen you know it kind of chugs the game a little but in the dock no problem
3: when i undocked it the problem was it couldn't run when the when the fruit punch would come onto the screen it couldn't run it so instead it would eject fruit punch from the switch and I didn't appreciate that. Nintendo really has struck some ground that they can spawn Fruit Punch out of
0: their console. Well, I mean, it's pretty normal for a Nintendo console to have gimmicks like that. I
4: don't think that's too unusual. Yes, yeah, the HD Fruit Punch system. The Wii used to make hot chocolate, but that was easy. It's HD Fruit Punch <laughs> system. It came out at such a high velocity. <laughs> now, question. Diddy was on the cover. Where was he? I didn't ever see him. You know, I thought the same thing the whole time. Did they time. forget?
3: No, it's, um... Did they just forget? Like it was mentioned earlier, sometimes you have to flip the disc. If you flip the disc on this one,
2: you get to see an image of him. Yeah, Diddy Kong is oh. just behind DK the entire time.
0: Oh, and he's DK's too big. You
2: got Yeah, you gotta listen closely. You can hear his quips whenever DK remarks on the level that he's going through.
0: Yeah, full voice acting in this Donkey Kong game I thought was uh pretty, you know. I guess it's not too unusual. Breath of the Wild had full voice acting, so I guess they're just kind of doing
4: that for all of their first party titles now. Scorpy, I I I went over to my Switch and I was going to put the disc in upside down, but this game uses carts. What? You got a weird copy.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I think there's something wrong with yours. Mine was a
4: What about your Switch?
3: You mean the Wii U? Are you U? sure
1: you're not playing the 3DS version by mistake too? Hold on. Yeah
3: they haven't had carts since the n64 so
1: yeah oh
4: what oh i found the i found the disc slot i had to open the screen yeah, no, ah, that's natural. yeah. they kind of hide it from you it's a weird hardware decision oh oh there's the picture oh that's yep. great
3: he's really cute in it
0: there he is that's great i i had no idea it's really cool that they can hide so many
1: secrets in this game this is why i think nintendo labo would work this is a very robust system yeah it, it can do a lot for sure. I think these are the features that were talked about in E3. People were like, oh, is Nintendo Labo going to work? And I say, yeah, because there's, there's a lot to take advantage of. Like, and, but people were like, well, okay, okay, sure. But are those features going to get used for any more traditional games outside of things like Nintendo Labo? And this is like your first example of it, of like, here's an old game. it's an, it's a port of an older game too, which is excite which excites me. Because this means that there could be ports of other older games with more functionality added in. I really hope they, they really
0: dial into the fruit punch dispenser yep. accessory because I feel like it added a lot to
4: the game.
3: It was it was useful when I was thirsty, but when I'm on like the subway train and it's spraying on people, I mean I didn't need that. It was really embarrassing.
4: Don't your hands get all sticky?
3: I don't play it with my hands.
1: But that's what I'm talking about. Like I fully bought like I said I had so much fun with this I fully bought into it you know I'd be like oh man you know like when you the, the joy cons get like slippery but then when you start like doing better and like running you know uh you, you don't uh get caught by so many of the enemies and you beat the level faster it like helps you because it, like, dries on your hands, and then the you grip onto the Joy-Cons a little better. I I liked it. I like. I was like, I'm kind of a sucker for these gimmicks, but I bought, I bought into those. For, the,
4: for those of you at home uh, with children, uh, just so you know, both God of War and Donkey Kong have toys in their game. So your kids will love it.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, just don't let them play Funky Kong mode. Yeah, but absolutely yeah, do avoid not. That. They
0: really, really should have put a disclaimer or something and uh, if it wasn't for the fact that we are scoring the Funky Kong mode separate from the other game then I would absolutely not advise you to ever pick up this game. It's
4: gonna fuck up your kid, but more importantly, it's gonna fuck up your TV's firmware. And your carpet. Yep.
2: Well, the f- the Fruit Punch already did that.
3: Well, no, that's because in Funky Kong mode it's pee that comes out really <laughs> aggressively. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and if your kid gets to the point where King K. Rool presents... Donkey Kong with two doors make sure they pick the blue door because the red door Funky Kong will come out on the other side. Just another one of his fucking tricks. It's a really good game for kids just they need parental guidance to keep them from wandering into the Funky Kong transition areas. There's honestly way too many of them. It got to a point where I don't know the game kind of stopped being a game after a while and I just felt like I was running in a maze away from funky kong and i could hear him coming and i could feel the sweat on my palms combined with the fruit punch when i got done with this game i didn't feel like a human anymore
0: so before we wrap up just a couple more points i want to hit specifically talking about how so they added an extra world that wasn't in the original wii u release And, um, going back to the Mushroom Kingdom I thought was really, I mean, you know, everybody, I'm a sucker for those kinds of things, crossover type stuff, um, so it was really cool to go back to the Mushroom Kingdom for The Last World. Um, the last boss being Mario with a gun I thought was confusing, um, not unfun, pretty challenging, like, it was fun gameplay-wise, I just can't remember a time when Mario ever had a
4: gun or shouted so
1: many vulgarities. That was a... That was a... That was a... The arcade cabinet Donkey Kong callback.
4: That level is one of the reasons why I think the Wii U and 3DS versions are the definitive ways to play this game and not the Switch version. One, the lack of Funky Kong mode, and two, this level. So, yeah. I remember specifically when I was fighting Mario with a gun, he yelled out in a monotone voice, ever seen Mario do drugs, and then proceeded to start (laughs) smoking weed? And... This, and like, I want my children to play this game because they would love it, but I have to, I have to, I have to shepherd them away from Funky Kong mode. I have to shepherd them away from the Mushroom Kingdom so that Mario's image is not tainted in their eyes with his weed-smoking bad habits.
2: Yeah, really. It's like they tried to gamify the streets of Los Angeles. I don't get it.
1: This is still a callback. Did, have no one played the arcade cabinet? This is still a callback. Like, this is like straight, it's like, well, obviously it's, you know, wasn't, you know, it's in 3D and it's like in modern graphics, but like if you play the Donkey Kong like to arcade cabinet, he does this.
0: Oh, yeah. Don't see. I played Donkey Kong one, but I never played Donkey Kong yeah, two. Yeah, is the second one. He has a gun. and, okay. he, like smokes. So you know, but I mean, you know, I don't think Donkey Kong just- two. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
4: Uh, never mind. Actually.
0: Okay. I don't even remember what I was gonna say. It's okay. We'll cut this part out. Um, yeah. Anybody else got any more jokes? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: These were <laughs> jokes. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? We're <laughs> games. These weren't Anyone jokes. Anyone else got any more jokes? <laughs> How many of you guys played
3: this game? I didn't. I <laughs> didn't play it. Like I like I said before, I play my games on mute. Sometimes I don't look at them. This one, I just I looked at the cover. And it tells you everything you need to know.
4: You looked at the other side of the disc, of yeah, course. Yeah, I flipped it over. Your first, your first inkling was to put the game in upside down and get the best yeah, content. Yeah,
3: that's usually, when you put it upside down, you don't hear or see anything. So that's usually what I do.
0: So would you say that you like rate your games on like a, like a zero to two eyes open scale? Like games that you don't like, you keep your eyes closed. But games you do like, you keep both your eyes open?
3: Um, there's no scale, usually. I just enjoy them all. And, and when I don't, then uh, I usually enjoy it anyway.
0: All right. Let's, uh, let's get into final reviews. Um, how about, Wayne, why don't you start us off?
4: Uh, how about Log does? <laughs> all
0: right. Log, how about you start us off? Uh,
2: all right. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. It's an all right game for Christmas and the holidays. Maybe not so much of a good game for now because right now all it is is a death maze with funky kong in it i'd give it a three rough score yeah it's pretty
0: rough um yeah so while i didn't have as strong feelings as log did i will say that um funky kong mode definite zero do not play that do not let your children play that don't even think about it like literally because you will have nightmares um if you let him into your mind uh but you know, barring that, I feel like it was a perfect game. 10 out of 10. I'm ready. Well, you can't go. It's Balp's <laughs> turn. You okay. gave up your turn. Uh, you
1: know, I, I feel extra stupid because the main game was very fun. I am a big enough gamer to recognize the callback with Mario with a spliff and a gun. Um, I enjoy the additional content outside of Funky Kong mode. I was too dumb and I was tricked into not playing it. Because I guess they really wanted kids. Because I, like I said, I put in my age. I said I was 25. And it wouldn't let me play Funky Kong mode. But hearing it from you guys, it sounds really bad. So main game, I would say 9 out of 10. There are some problems cleaning my hands of the fruit punch. I had to clean my hands every, like, 15 minutes or so. And I just don't got that much soap. Uh, Funky Kong boat sounds terrible, don't let your kids play it, but if you can stay away from it,
4: 9 out of 10. Donkey Kong Tropical Jungle Freeze has ruined many things for me. My mental image of Mario, my image of Funky Kong, my 50 nerve endings on my fingers, electricity, I don't like electricity anymore. Only 50, huh? but, But I do love the gameplay in this game. I loved how it felt when I pressed A and went up in the air. I think they call that a jump. I'll, I'll give this game a whole bunch. Oh, Seems right. about right to me. What's that average out to, do you think? About... It's, it's good. If you like video games, give this one a try.
3: I feel like that's really bad advice to give, because... When, you're, when you have a game that if you want to bring it with you, which is what you do with the Switch, and it starts to secrete juices, and it doesn't warn you at all, and it punishes you in that way, I think that I really built an aversion to uh, fruit punch so I don't like it anymore.
2: <laughs> if you're thirsty, try out this game.
4: Yeah,
3: just watch out.
4: If you're going on a camping trip, this game essentially is a five-hour supply of fruit punch.
0: I'm not sure you could really blame the game on that, Scorpio. I mean, it came with a poncho. I mean, they didn't explain anything. I guess they kind of just thought that you would understand. That
4: was but... what the poncho was for? Yeah, what did you think it was for? For the most part, I played the game docked, so I thought that was there to just be fun. No, oh. no, that was for mm-hmm. the use. I wore it and was like, yeah, I love this outfit. I didn't get a poncho, but... You didn't look at the poncho. You
3: know, I'm just ashamed to admit that I stole the game. (laughs) But that would explain why I didn't get a poncho, so... I think I'm the fool here.
4: The poncho was the DRM. Nope, I'm
3: just... I've been... I'm covered in juice and I'm a fool.
4: Well, you win some, you lose some. I think you should play this game. You should avoid Funky Kong mode, and you should never play this game undocked, and then dock it, because you will die, as the fruit punch will conduct the electricity and kill you.
0: Yeah, make sure you wipe it off really well first. I think that's in the instruction manual.
3: That's, uh, that's fair. I just wish it was a movie instead.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Do you look at your movies?
3: I don't watch movies.
0: Alright, that was our review of Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, and that is going to be it for this first pilot episode of Do You Like Games? Do you like games? Do you like these ones? Why don't you go ahead and tell us in the comments down below, and uh, if you have any suggestions on what we should review next, uh, be sure to leave them. Alright, I'm Trog. I'm Zalt.
2: I'm Log. I'm
3: uh, Sockpens. Scorpion.
0: I'm Wayne. And this has been Do You Like Games? Uh, Maybe next week we'll answer the questions.
3: Yes. Maybe.
2: Oh, 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 oh.